previously on Daydream. Are you telling me there's no contract between you and Do? When is Billy Strayhorn going to do what he wants to do? James. Don't touch me, Lil. I swear I'll... You'll do what? But how about a thank you for being the only child to show up to her father's funeral? You wrote over 20 songs for this production, and the credit in the program reads, orchestrations under the personal supervision of Billy Strayhorn. It, it's a celebration. Not for me, it isn't. of you that are just tuning in, I am sitting with the great Duke Ellington and Billy Strayhorn. We have come to one of the moments everybody has been waiting for. How did you two meet? Stanley Theater, Pittsburgh, 1938. I'm such a big fan of yours, Mr. Ellington. Sit down at the piano and let me see what you can do. Mr. Ellington, this is the way you played the number in this show. Very nice, young man. Now, I must... Now, this is the way I would play it. at that. I'm mad about what you're doing. Why, young man, I'm going to bring you to New York. Really? Yes. I would like to have you in my organization. I don't have a position for you, but you'll do whatever you feel like doing. Whatever I feel like doing? Of course. Here, take down my address. 409 Edgecombe Avenue in Harlem. What's the matter? It's just that no one has ever done anything like this for me. <laughs> well, get used to it. Mama? Mama? Did you meet him? I did! <gasps> Ooh, what did he say? He liked it. He gave me the address to his apartment. He wants to uh, inject me into his organization. Oh, my God. <laughs> God, Bill, it's happening. It's finally happening. Just think about it. New York City. I could finally move you out of this rundown two-bedroom rat trap. Ain't room enough to whoop a cat. I like the sound of that. 
I can see us now sitting on a porch looking like Ned and the Primer. And think of the fashion, mama. I can see you sporting one of those furs, like them high-class gals stepping out of Vonwood Teller. Ooh, Bill, there's no need for all that. <laughs> mama, why is there a bruise on your cheek? Oh. A fresh one. Bill, don't stop. He did this to you. Where is he? He left. He needed to cool down. Come on now. Don't let him ruin your big moment. I hate him. I hate him for what he's done to you. Bill, that's your father. You don't say that. I will never forget that night, Mama. I can't go to New York. I, I can't leave you here. Oh, you will go. You have to. And it will be everything we dreamed of. Otherwise, everything I've gone through, everything we've gone through will be in vain. I just need you to promise me one thing, Bill. I need you to promise me that you will be nothing like your father. He has a drinking problem. He's a drunk. Just promise me you won't let this world chew you up and spit you out like it has done to him. You've got to live your life, Bill. Promise me that, won't you? Mama, I can't promise. Promise me. Please, Bill. I promise. And so you moved to the big city of New York. <laughs> Where did you stay, Billy? Well, Duke paid for a room down at the Y, but I, I didn't stay long. He didn't even lay his head one night at the Y. He spent most of his time with me, my sister Ruth, and Mercer. That's not true. Okay, maybe it is a little true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so eventually, I said, why am I paying all this rent if you're not going to sleep there? Pack your bags, you're moving in with us. And so he did, he became family. It's been that way uh, for the past 20 years. Don't worry, I've since gotten my own place. <laughs> That's wonderful, if, if, if you two don't mind. I'd like to shift the conversation. Sure. Could you tell us about your collaborative process? Collaborative process? What is there to say? The sounds are so similar, I, I, I can't tell where Duke ends and you begin, Billy. Huh. What are you asking, Hal? Have you two ever had to work at achieving the uniform sound? He never disturbs me. I much prefer to enjoy the element of surprise. There's nothing like taking a Billy Strayhorn orchestration and turning it all around, you know? That is to say, his arrangements might sound too good, but you don't want Strayhorn to sound too good too young. You asked about collaboration? This is the real story. Sometimes, you know, I get an idea, or somebody gives me an idea, or we have a job to do, you know, it has to be done. And sometimes I may need a little help, you know? He never needs any help. So I'll call him from wherever I am, if I'm in another city and say, now this is going to be in four parts or something like that. Uh, and I think you'd enjoy doing, say, for instance, the second movement or the third movement or the first, second, third and fourth movements. And I will just do the fifth. Yeah, you just did the fifth and I did the first four. Have you ever stepped out on your own, Billy? Well, of course he has. Why don't we change the subject, Hal?
Billy, what a pleasant surprise. Excuse me, I'd like a ticket to Bountiful, please. Here we go again. Where? The Bountiful. It's between Harrison and Cotton. I, I can't remember the next line. I've waited a long time just to get to Bountiful. 20 years I've been walking the streets. <laughs> and how many times is it now? Oh, does it matter? Horton Foot, Lillian Gish? Enough said. Anyway, it got me to thinking. Upon my 26th viewing of this miraculous play, I began to ask myself questions. Okay. Where are the projects I'd like to create? Where is my... Ticket to Bountiful. Precisely. Luther, why not go into business together? The two of us? Yes. Why not? We could do it between the two of us. We have all the know-how to do it. I mean, I mean, look at our connections. We could even develop new artists, nightclub acts, create new works, records. I don't know, Billy. We've been talking about working on something together for a long time. Maybe this is it, Luther. But what about Duke? What about him? 20 songs and virtually no credit. Beggar's Holiday, remember? Of course I do. But he's the one with the name. Maybe if we just spend a couple years playing. I don't want to languish in the land of shoulda, coulda, woulda anymore. You hear me? It's time to do what I want to do for a change. And I would luxuriate in the lovely, lovesome land of Uliaku. Of what? You heard me. The land of Uliaku. What if we created a bebop musical? I'm listening. It could take place in the land of Uliaku where everybody is cool and uh, hip. Yeah. Where they say things like, ooh, bop, shabam, a clue come up. Yeah, exactly. It's essentially a commentary on existentialism. What is reality? What is perception? And what's the difference? Yes. And we could call it rose-colored glasses. Oh, yeah. We could revolutionize theater. We do this and we could bring 300,000, maybe up to 500,000 a year. What do we have to lose? All right. So say we do this. You know what the first thing we need to do? Tell Duke. Mom, who put the trash cans in the room? Oh. Hey, Andre. Sarah. I put them there. I'm sorry. It's the neighbor's spot. Oh, I'll move them when I go out. I already did. Where's mom? Upstairs. Sleep. You're home early. I wasn't at work. Oh, where were you? Out. Damn, are you the Gestapo? <laughs> I was just asking, Dre. <laughs> you know... Uh, when I was in Cape Town last summer on that mission trip, they... Oh, that had... sounds great. The perfect getaway vacation spot. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Is that something to matter, Dre? I I've been sensing this intense energy from you. My, you are very perceptive. <laughs> I'm going upstairs. It wasn't my fault you decided to stay. What? It wasn't my fault you decided to stay after Dad died. Answer your phone. It's Chance. He can wait. Are you fucking shitting me? Who else was supposed to take care of the family? It sure as hell wasn't going to be you.
Oh, please. This isn't about mom. She has enough money to sustain herself. No, this is about you. You needing to feel like some big martyr because you're too scared to deal with your own issues. Oh, you don't get to say that to me. You weren't there. Yeah, well, neither were you. Not really. What the hell is that supposed to mean? You've been walking around here like a zombie for years. Cold, lifeless, detached from everything. Oh, that's not true. At least I didn't abandon my family when they needed me most. Walked away from my duty. I stood my ground, planted my feet firmly at the base of this tree and grabbed hold. My soul buried, but my heart I give. I stay for mama. I stay for you. It's what dad would have wanted. That's a lie, Dre. How would you know? Because I spoke to him. What? I spoke to him right before he had the stroke. He drove me to the airport, and when we got there, I told him I was worried because I knew he was sick. I told him I didn't want to leave. And he held my hand, and he told me, no, baby girl, you have to go. And you have to live your life because I would be worse off if you didn't. And he told me how proud he was and that I needed to see the world. So that's what I'm doing, Dre. That's what we gotta do. But what about mama? We just can't leave her. What in the world is going on here? Mom. Oh, it's Chance again. Answer your damn phone. Chance, now is not a good time. Sis, check your email. I made it in. I'm a finalist in the Strayhorn competition. They just sent it. Check your phone. Oh, let me put you on speaker. Oh, yes, uh, I, I, I got an email from them. We regret to inform you that you have not been selected for this year's Strayhorn competition. Luther, I talked to Duke. Oh, yeah? What did he say? He said, everything's fine. <laughs> That's great. I, I, I can't believe it. I think this calls for a drink. Yeah, but, but Billy, it is 10 in the morning. All the bars are closed. Do you have anything here? No. I'll go out and get some. You sure? You don't want me to go with you? Of course, I'll be right back. You get dressed. I think after drinks, we should get breakfast. It's a plan. Hello? Luther, it's Duke. How are you? I'm wonderful. Couldn't be better. And yourself? Great, Luther. Billy was telling me all about your plan. I think it sounds great. It's brilliant. You're brilliant. Thank you, Mr. Ellenting. I appreciate it, but it was both of our ideas. Marvelous. But there's one thing... I think I should tell you, I've worked with strays for a long time, so I know what he can do. Boy, when the music paper sees you coming, it jumps for joy. I would seriously consider doing it alone. No one knows who you are yet. Do you want to run the risk of dimming your star before it has a chance to shine? Strays can't do what you do. You don't need him. I, I have to go. I'll talk to you later. You're not dressed. I know. I've... I've just been sitting here thinking. Ah, more ideas. When the muse hits. <laughs> yes. 
The muse. Who was that on the phone? My mother. Look, can we take a rain check on this celebration? I have some work I need to finish. Sure, I have some business to tend to as well. Uh, personal business. Copyright office, how may I help you? Yes, I'd like to pull all the copyright records under Tempo Music. Tempo Music. That's all Duke Ellington's music, right? Uh, yeah, something like that. Ladies and gentlemen, Duke Ellington. This is a little rhythmic device we used to put under this finger-snapping bit, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you brought lunch. Why? And you are all invited to join the finger-snapping crazy. Nobody snaps their finger on the beat. It's considered aggressive. Don't push it. Just let it fall. And if you'd like to be conservatively hip, then at the same time, tilt the left earlobe. Establish a state of nonchalance. Most of your compositions are credited under your name, but not copyrighted under your name. And if you'd like to be respectably cool, then tilt the left earlobe on the beat and snap the finger on the afterbeat. Your compositions are copyrighted under a different name, and that person collects the royalties from those compositions. Then you really don't care. And whose name collects the royalties? And so by routining one's finger snapping and choreographing one's earlobe tilting, one discovers that one can become as cool as one wishes to be. Duke Ellington. Pop, I got some great news. Hang on, Mercer. Morning, Strays. You're up early. Early bird catches the worm, right? I'm glad that both of you are here. I have some great news. Cootie Williams asked me to be his road manager. The early bird indeed. Pop, did you hear what I just said? What? Oh, that's a nice son. Would you leave us two alone for a minute, Mercer? Don't I always? Have a seat. I'd rather stand. Okay. I've decided to switch over to Capitol Records. You, what's all this? I went over to the copyright office. You did? Good for you. How could you? I'm sorry? You know what I'm talking about, Edward. Come on now, Billy. Come on now what? This is how it should be. How what should be? If a suite has four parts, you should write three and I write one. Why? Because I bear the brunt of the burden if it falls apart. I bow better than you. All these years. All these years you've wanted for nothing. You have 10 shares of stock in tempo music. It's not about the money. I pay for everything. Your rent, your clothes, your booze, your trips to Paris. It's not about the money. Every expense bought and paid for by tempo music. It's not about the money. And what is it? Tell me. What else do you want? Credit. Credit? Is that what you want? Do you know what you're asking? The constant scrutiny, attention. You want them to rip your life apart searching for shit? Is that what you want? Yeah, well, at least I'd have my freedom. I'd have my- Credit can take a ride down the fucking river of sticks for all I care. I protect, I provide, and I do it out of love. 
Did you say something to Luther? Yes, I talked to Luther. And I would do it again if it meant protecting you. You have no idea what I've had to give up, what I've had to sacrifice. And you come to me with this. Oh, save the violins for your next composition written by me. And I worked for Irving Mills. Do you think I was getting credit? Here we go with 50%. This. That's the percent of royalties Irving collected from my work. Mood Indigo slapped some lyrics on it and called it his own. So you do the same thing to me? I would have been better off over there. You were a poor little Pittsburgh soda jerker playing in dives when we met. You think your life would have been better had you stayed? And there he is. Let him out. I'm, I'm not scared. This is not us. We're angry and saying things we don't mean. I'm leaving. Where are you going? I need to get away from here, away from you. Strays, is this how our song ends? Or is this just an interlude? I was only trying to protect you. Yeah, maybe. Ladies and gentlemen, Jack and Trotter presents Lena Horn. Maybe I'll see him again. Maybe the moon will be that big and bright again. Maybe, maybe not Maybe he'll be there again Maybe the tune will be that sweet and light again Maybe, maybe not The fire could get that hot with me On the spot once more like a hand over beard The time could get that right And I just might Feel like I did Maybe I'll touch him again My foolish heart might say We should clutch but then That's just maybe Maybe is a long, long time Hi, I'd like to purchase a ticket Where to, sir? Paris, France Will that be round trip? No. If the phone rings, I might answer. I might go if it knocks on my door. But my heart is such a dancer. I can never really be sure. Maybe it can be Aaron, I, I just... I just couldn't take it anymore. Let's go in. I'll take your bags. That's just maybe. Maybe it's a long, long time. This episode of Daydream was brought to you by the Humanity Artists Collective and the DC Commission on Arts and Humanities. It was directed by Katherine Bentley. Music directed by Reggie Thomas, stage managed by Anthony Powell, written by Barry Moten and Penny Moten. It featured the following performances in order of appearance. Tony Ginther as Hal Cooper, Morgan Duncan as Duke Ellington, 
Ulrich Davis as Billy Strayhorn, Mary Miller as Lillian Strayhorn, Anthony Powell as Luther Henderson and announcer. Barry Moten as Andre Moore, Olivia Neal as Zara Moore, Marjorie Thomas as Alice Moore, Moses Princien as Chance Kennedy and ticket agent, Sharena Turnage as copyright officer, Jason Little as Mercer Ellington, Selena Bott Goins as Lena Horn, Edwin Brown III as Aaron Bridgers. This has been your narrator, Penny Moten. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Daydream. Be sure to listen to next week's episode, and remember, we do love you madly.